Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time. The back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes. You know me. I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything. BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, whatever app, really. You could call it whatever. Anything. And twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast and youtube.com slash upnext. Hello, Twitch and YouTube. I don't know if you guys know, but we have over a thousand YouTube subscribers now. We did it. We're in the big leagues now. We are. We yeah. are. We Spotify, hit us up. We're, uh, we're on top of the world now. Just realized I didn't come up with a title for the show yet. So uh, what is the show? At least it says up next, unlike last week on Twitch when it just said BD Elite right, for NXT. Right. Uh, I got a show title idea. Yep. She was a skater girl. She said, see you later, girl. She said, see ya later. But you gotta do like. Girl? Like, like GRL? No, but you gotta do like L, the number eight. Ada. R. L8. Yeah. Like Is it ER average. or just R? Later, girl? R. The less things you put in to spell it, the better. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Late. Later, there you girl. Go. She said, see ya later. Girl. Yeah, there big, we go. Big things happening on NXT 2.0. With skater girls. Yeah, big, big episode this week. Show right. long story, big title match. Uh, we had, what, like bar fights. We had, uh, we had superheroes. We had, yeah, we did. Uh, what else happened? A lot. A, a lot, lot happened, happened this week. A lot, a lot was packed into these two hours tonight. And we'll talk all about it because we're your NXT friends. Friends! And we'll always be your NXT friends. You can check out patreon.com slash upnext because we do so many podcasts out there. But patrons, you are the real ones because you got to listen to the State of the Union address. What's next for Up Next? And uh, we appreciate uh, all of our listeners on Patreon checking us out and basically listening to us open up and talk to you guys about the future of the show. And no, we're not going anywhere, but it's a little insight of what's to come maybe in a 
couple months or so. Yeah, having some changes and uh, yeah, patrons kind of know sort of what's on our our mind and stuff, and I'm sure we'll kind of clue all of you in once once we've got some more uh, solid uh, plans. But if you're not a patron, I mean, you should be sign up because we have so many podcasts coming out, including one we recorded today coming out. I'll put it up later tonight, celebrating the 50th birthday of X-Pac, Sean Waltman. The kid turns 50. Yeah. One, two, three, man. Yeah. Now uh, we, we are, we recorded a best match ever. Sean Waltman, and we talk all about his one, two, three kid, X Pac, six, six Pac, Sean Waltman, everything. All yeah, these really, matches. really fun show. I thought had uh, had a lot of fun, uh, kind of preparing for this one, and I, I thought we we put some respect on X Pac. X Pac, heat, get out of here. Yeah, uh, we had Pac love over here. Yeah, we had a lot of fun uh, talking about X Pac and his bandana and his dog. Just lots of stuff. It's all covered in a retrospective best match ever. Sean Waltman, us showing our love to uh, X Pac. So go check that out. That'll be out tomorrow for his birthday for uh, North American and World Champ patrons, of course. Uh, and then, of course, we have uh, up yours, John Cena, who hosts Shot in the Dark. He has a pick, and he's been waiting for this. He says it's one of his favorite movies ever and says everyone needs to watch this movie, Old Boy. I've never watched it, so I'm going to watch it tomorrow, and then we're going to do a show all about it with Sino joining us for his Up Yours pick uh, for World Champs there. Yeah, this is, for, this is definitely yeah. a film that's been on my list of things I should watch for yeah. quite a while. It's and always I've on the list. round to it. It's uh, every, every list you, know, you read. We had the remake with, I think, Gary Oldman about 10 years later. Okay. Um, but yeah, this is uh, definitely one I'm, I'm looking forward to. Uh, to chat to, and I'm sure Sino can tell us a lot about it as well. Yeah, uh, so go check that out. And it's only five bucks for North American tier. You get all these podcasts plus everything we've ever done. Uh, we did a Was Next chatting about RVD in NXT. Yeah, it happened. We talked all about it on an episode last week. Uh, and and then, of course, we're going to be celebrating Shark Week this month as well with the Sharknado review. There's so many shows coming up this month, but can't wait for you guys to hear it all. I'm talking absolute shit as well. Before I'm corrected on Twitter, Josh Brolin, not Gary Oldman. It would be a, probably a better movie. Josh Brolin's a good actor, but yeah. Gary Oldman's pretty damn good. Is Josh Brolin Thanos? Yeah. yeah he's okay. good. He's, yeah, good. he's all right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, go check us out. Patreon.com. It's only five bucks, and that's how we, uh, we keep the lights on here in the BDE Towers. It is indeed. In Toronto, Ontario. How are you doing today before we jump into NXT? I'm pretty good. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, like back. Back recording on Twitch and live with you and stuff again. We feels like uh, a while, yeah. Yeah, last uh, we hadn't done it for a couple of weeks, and obviously I was away in uh, Rochester last week for for Dynamite, and I'm back and back in the groove, back to work. Uh, trying to think what's happened, what's uh, going on. A few weeks ago, I took my mom to see the Elvis movie. Nice. It was really weird. Yeah, but it's Baz Luhrmann, isn't it, directing? So yeah, it was like it was odd, yeah. uh, but. The guy who plays Elvis was like, I thought was insane. So I definitely would say if you're an Elvis fan, still, it's kind of like watch it kind of material. I really, really thought it was strange, <laughs> but yeah. I really loved it at the same time. I, it, there's a few things actually I really want to see. And it's uh, this last week I've been like, I know there's kind of, we're kind of in what a seventh wave right here in the city. I, a lot of people yeah, uh, I know coming down with COVID and stuff. I I've been testing a lot and i seem yeah. to be okay but i have been feeling a little odd had a little bug this week and me too um yeah so i've been like super sleepy all the time i keep on meaning to kind of 
go out and kind of see a friend in the evening and then I wake up hours later in the couch. Uh, so I've, you I fell wanna, asleep. Yo. I want to see Elvis. I want to see Thor. I want to see Top Gun. But I know I I'll be paying 20 bucks to go into a dark room, sit in a comfy seat and wake up two hours later. So I'm like, man, I, I want to see these films in the theater. But uh, yeah, you fell asleep on the couch last night, but you look like The Undertaker because your eyes were like open and rolled back in your head. <laughs> and you were like, and I was like, oh, I want to tell you to stop because it's scaring me. <laughs> so then you got up. And you went to your room and you left your door open. And then I look over and you're still like, I fell asleep like on my vampire. laundry last night. I was so tired. Yeah, woke looked, up at about four and I was like, oh, better put this away. You literally looked like a zombie with the pose you were like doing. It was kind of, I was terrifying. wrestled out after all those X-Pot matches. I was just, uh, uh, yeah, I finally, uh, I got out of the house and I saw Thor, uh, the other yesterday or so, the other day. And I, I thought it was pretty fun. Uh, it's basically one long guns and roses music video. Okay. But it was, it was pretty good. I, I think Christian Bale is, like one of the best actors. So put him in a Marvel movie and it'll instantly be like, yeah, it's a great like villain. But I'd just say it was a lot of fun nice. and shout out the ghost. I've always enjoyed the Thor films. I know yeah. two doesn't get a lot of love, but I, I think one is pretty funny. And obviously since Taika Waititi's taken over, yeah. um, they've been pretty entertaining films. Who would have thought it all those years ago? Thor would be the first to have four movies. Four, four, Thor four. Thor four. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And and of course, without spoilers, the mid credit scene. Definitely, okay. I need you to watch it just so we can talk. Right, I'm about trying it. to. Maybe Thursday, I'll be able to get to see. I it. still kind of want to see Top Gun before it leaves theaters, but yeah. I'm like, ah, when can I squeeze this in to go see it? But I, I do want to see it. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of of uh, what else what else we got going on. We'll be live tomorrow night with BD Elite, chatting mm-hmm. all about some dynamite because it's Fighter Fest night one, and it looks stacked. Pretty crazy. Uh, card they have going on yeah orange Cassidy versus wardlow which is sounds interesting because yeah. Cassidy is definitely kind of i i feel has felt a bit elevated since the osprey match and it being wardlow's first title defense i find that kind of booking themselves in a corner a bit i'm sure it'll be entertaining but that that's an interesting one to look out for uh to cash moxley yeah holy book that um yeah, that's a triple threat tag match. It all it all sounds great. So we'll be chatting about that uh, tomorrow night live on YouTube and Twitch as well. But the podcast will be on this feed. Also, if you're in the uh, Toronto area on July 24th, uh, we're going to be going to see uh, Superkicked presenting uh, Zombie Wrestling. Hell yeah. At Rendezvous, one of the bars I work at. It's a big open space patio right in the center of downtown Toronto. Views of the tower. And, Literally, yeah. And there's going to be wrestling going on, uh, zombie wrestling. So it'd be uh, the the link to buy tickets is in the description of this podcast, uh, wherever you downloaded this. But yeah, come and join us. We're going to be there. We're going to be having some fun. Hopefully, it'll be a nice hot day. And they've also just announced for August that uh, House of Black are going to be coming yeah. to Toronto as well. Crazy uh, to face. Uh, also, I believe at at Rendezvous. So. Uh, a lot of wrestling going on in the city again, which is is great to see. I'm surprised the House of Black aren't coming to face zombies. I feel like they'd be fitting in with the... the, the House of Black versus <laughs> yeah, zombies. Versus that makes zombies. more sense. Yeah, right? yeah, that'd be great. Um, uh, both sound great. We were saying, watching this uh, this week's NXT, you might have noticed there was a guy in the crowd with two title belts and a sombrero. and Glasses on. Inside. Glasses. We're like, Braden, you need to start going to... Shows wrestling like shows just on your own stand in the corner and look like this. not say anything not just say glasses no. on big bucket hat or cowboy hat on smile on your face jellyfish shirt <laughs> yeah 
My spinner belt? Yeah. 100% the spinner belt. Spinner and the, the warrior belt. Yeah, 100%. I, I would be, I would look, I would pull it off. Uh, yeah, any Toronto area people, go check out Zombie Wrestling because that's going to be awesome with Super Kick. It's your birthday weekend as well. Yeah, so come buy me a drink and <laughs> uh, let's get lit. Bring bring the blunts and let's go. Yeah. That's, that's your, there you have it. You, I, I'm celebrating my birthday that day and you're going to come through with the Braid D and we're all going to hang out and watch some zombie wrestling. So can't wait. Uh, that'll be super fun. Uh, I feel like there's nothing else really going on in the world of wrestling. I feel like we haven't missed much. No, Nothing's no, changed. Not, not a not a big news week at all. Just things going as normal. Yeah. I think. Uh, oh, it's Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar coming up hmm. for the last time ever. Last Once in a lifetime match. Once in a lifetime. Uh, yeah. What, what else? Anything else? Can't think off the top of my head. Uh, fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he needs that bad luck Farley shirt, doesn't he? Fuck him. A few years ago. Fuck I mean, they have the Miz has giant balls t-shirt now. Yeah, I don't think I'd get it in time for your birthday. Good, because I got it for you. No, <laughs> no, I actually was thinking about it. Don't fucking what buy that it? shirt. I ha- Hi, I've got really massive balls. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Vince McMahon. More the, the, the trial of Vince McMahon, the saga of Vince, the Vinnie Mac saga mm. continues. No chance in hell. I mean, Wall Street Journal just... Coming with the hits. Ooh, on his case. <laughs> yeah. Who needs Dark Side of the Ring? We got the Wall Street Journal to tell us everything. Yeah, I think this latest uh, report is a bit more uh, eye-opening than the first one, which uh, the first one seemed to be like, a, I don't know, consensual relationship, an affair, but a consensual relationship between two adults and money was... And Johnny Ace. Paid and Johnny Ace. <laughs> three consenting adults and... Money was paid to kind of keep it quiet. But yeah, the latest one, what, over like 12 million in total of NDAs and 7.5 million to one, uh, one woman for a, uh, 12 million unsolicited photos being sent and all this stuff. Uh, how much did he buy WCW for? Yeah. Less than that, I think. Wow. I know, you should just go to Chinatown. Every time I go for a massage, they try to give me extras. It's like, <laughs> Vinnie Mac, like, why are you spending this kind of money? <laughs> uh, I, this whole thing, I mean, again, as wrestling fans, if you've been watching for a long time, literally anything you watch from any time Vince McMahon has been an on-screen character, sorry, Mr. McMahon, the mm. on-screen character, because you know he's going to pull that crap and say it's character and all that stuff, like Hulk Hogan. Yeah, well, Hulk Hogan has a big dick but terry belay no <laughs> vince is gonna be like ah oh, well i don't do that stuff that's the character uh you've been watching as a fan if we've been watching this guy for years and we know certain things and of course there's the dark side of the ring and stuff like that that have talked about him it's almost like we're conditioned like we're not shocked that this news is coming out it it's weird because it i mean i think people when all the kind of speaking out stuff happened everyone's going all right well where's vince when's the vince stuff coming out yeah um and but i will say i don't think it's had the kind of impact uh think it should have I, I still think there's that thing with um with wrestling where people just don't take it seriously and even reports and allegations like this it's still ah yeah it's wrestling that that vinnie mac oh that vinnie mac's a crazy son of a bitch right you know and I've definitely been getting that sense. I, uh, uh, a, a friend of ours came into my bar earlier. He's quite a big wrestling fan and seems to kind of, usually 
has an ear to the ground and hears what's been going on and stuff. He had no idea. And I Weird, kind of explained, and he's like, oh, that's that's pretty big. I'm like, yeah. Like, I've seen it on the news, but I don't think it's really... It's not like, you know, Harvey Weinstein stuff and things like that, when you think how huge that was. Interesting. That I, I work in TV. I work at CH uh, in Toronto, but they're a Hamilton channel, Ontario channel, and they covered, they've been covering it every time it's been mentioned in the news. And I notice a lot of ABC, like Good Morning America and all those stuff, they've at least talked about it, bring, brought it up, and just mm. mentioned it and stuff, but... Uh, I have seen it, so I, I guess that is. I think it's. The, I mean, the SmackDown thing when he shows up on the SmackDown was the big. Like pe- that's when the story was the hottest because it just came out, and yeah. then he goes on the show. I feel like maybe it's fizzled out a little bit, but now more stuff is coming out. I mean, I'm sure. Like what the first report was, what three weeks ago, and then this one. I imagine there's probably going to be more that comes out, but I don't know. Un- unfortunately, I think he's kind of like. Watch. bulletproof what? you know it, it feels that way it feel, and that's this what i mean it's, it's like this down. this should feel bigger than it does i yeah. think and it's like yeah this is pretty big but i just think it's vince you see him on tv you see him at ufc like he's still on, in creative it's his you know he's still running shit like right. okay the name might be stephanie mcmahon right now but you know he's still running shit uh what he gets 80 percent of the the vote on the board or stuff like this. Like I, unfortunately I don't see anything happening. You're out Norman. And I, I, all of this aside, I think we all like most of us would agree. This company would be better off without him at this point. That's how I, and, and that's it. allegations aside. Yeah. Just, so just like creative. you see this and you kind of, obviously you want kind of like justice to be served or whatever, but you're also going, is this a way we can finally get rid of him? I don't see it happening, unfortunately. Look, if if all these wrestlers for years always say, like, oh, I want to die in the ring kind of thing, like Ric Flair always has, keeps mm. kind of saying almost, is that not the same with Vince? I'll just, until I can't do this anymore. Like, I'll run this ship until I, I can't, literally cannot. And Theory come. will be champion. Yeah, when, God damn it. I die, Theory's <laughs> going to be champion. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's odd. I mean, there was a DVD released years ago called Mr. McMahon, and it's like it was the best of matches, but it was a documentary on stuff. And there was just some stuff that's now come up from that DVD, which I still own. And it's like, there's well, fuck I mean, shit on this I mean, it was always guy. like, I mean, the Trish stuff was gross course, back then the dog anyway. Barking, and there's been yeah. so much stuff like that over the years. Stephanie. But like when you realize it, it even it's even more just, oh, I'm going to hire this hot woman and then i'm gonna write myself in a segment with her and i'm doing this and yeah. then you think if that's happening on screen fair enough it's i don't know it's but yeah as i said i, I don't i honestly don't really see anything coming out of it fuck him fuck him damn vince mcmahon lives to it's gonna be another day. it's gonna be more it's interesting there's the reports of sasha and naomi being removed uh, from the, the website now. And uh, obviously there was that Raj Giri report like weeks ago now about Sasha Banks being released. We still don't have any confirmation of that. We still don't have tag champions. We still don't have tag champions on either brand now. Oh, God. Um, you, but that, that like was something not verified by any other like news outlets or whatever. Yeah. But I can see I can see the reason why that not coming out because of all this Vince stuff. I, I think with this coming out, if a talent goes, I want out, this is gross. I think it's very hard to justify keeping them at this point. Hmm. So it's whether we're going to see other talent kind of 
unhappy or whatever in the company. Um, it looks as business as usual right yeah. now. So, like a, like he said, fuck him. It sounds that way. It sounds like it's not enough to take him down, at least what, right now. Mm. Unless there's more stuff that comes out or people come out. Like, you know what I mean? It's... Yeah. Did I hear correctly that the like Netflix documentary has been scrapped? Yeah, or something they like stopped. That? They stopped that as well. I mean, now we know why they stopped Dark Side of the Ring. I mean, doing... I, do you do you remember when they were making the uh, Lance Armstrong documentary? Right. And then during the making of it, all this shit came out. He like we realized he was living too strong. Yeah. What I'm saying is like, don't pull it. Like just. You've Make got it a better. Whole other chapter, yeah, you know? no, like, yeah. That's half of it now. Now you start the new half of it. Zero Dark Thirty. They started that film, and then while filming, like Osama bin Laden got killed, and then they're like, "Oh, but we better rewrite the ending to this." <laughs> I'm not saying Vince is Osama bin Laden. I'm just saying other cases of like was things that, changing. Was that the same? Don't pull it. If was that already the same? Working on it. Was that the same for the Lonely Island song too? Halfway through recording that song, Finest Girl. <laughs> if you don't know that song, you should learn that song. Yeah. Know that song. Uh, yeah, the Vince stuff, the saga of Vince is interesting, but at the same time, I just don't feel that shocked because we kind of knew there's probably a lot more. Uh, watch Dark Side. At least every other episode brings him up in some bad way. So, yeah. Right? The Snooker one, for sure, was eye opening. The but- briefcase, yeah. Yeah, the lockbox. <laughs> the lockbox is—is is that what the lockbox? Oh was? It was man, the, it was Snooker's briefcase. Man, that would be wild if that's this whole. I feel time. John and Way are listening right now, like sweating, like <laughs> don't they're gonna say something bad here. Allegedly, blah blah blah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Fuck him. Fuck him. So that's the saga of Vince McMahon. I guess I guess we could talk about the show we usually are here to talk about, but there's one last thing that does involve NXT, and that is this rumors uh, puke emoji, mm. as said and tweeted by Io Shirai today, who's basically saying, "Hey, there's some reports out there that she's leaving," and I don't know if that tweet means she isn't leaving or it's a, like some sort of no, I'm not leaving, and then she actually is leaving, but... Well, normally those kind of comments go against what the rumors are, right? Yeah. It's like, this is bullshit. Like, where did this yeah. all come from? So, um... Dave Meltzer was reporting that she's on her way out of WWE, NXT, and Io Shirai then tweets that today. So, uh, I don't know. But all I do know is whether, you, you know, should I stay or should I go? I just want to see you on TV. I do think maybe she's still injured with that. I think it was a leg or foot injury or something. Uh, yeah, but, how long has she been out now? But, like, regardless, I just want to see her on TV. And I feel like if she is, when she is good to go, I feel like a main roster push would be the, the route. It's but. one of those things where as, as much as I do not really enjoy the main roster at the moment, TV, I the pay-per-views are fine. I tend to enjoy them. I don't know. Those tennis guys look pretty good. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's one of those things. It's It would be a shame to see her leave without doing anything on the main roster. Yeah. Just mixing it up with, you know, Asuka, Charlotte, uh, Bailey when she's back, Becky. Like, mixing up with some different people would be nice, even if she is going to leave at some point. Uh, I would like to see that. I mean, I would like to see her... Because I think she's been ready for a long time. Yeah, I feel like there's a big spot for her. Uh, she's proved it in NXT, and she could prove it on the main roster. There's so many different combinations you could do there. But seeing her actually go elsewhere also is exciting. Her last match was in April, so it hasn't been too long. 
Okay. It's been like two and a bit months. Yeah. What happened to her? Maybe, maybe this uh, Wordle quiz is for her ex-partner, Zoe Starks. Zoe yeah, Stark? that's Zoe what uh, I put out the tweet. I did the the scan thing on the the kind of cryptic barcode this week. Last week it said eight ten eleven, hmm. um, and this week it was a a wordle game. Um, might as well go into it now while you brought it up. Which um, I'm trying to find it here, wordle, uh, which wordle. basically had the the letters that they've got up. It said Quinn with no letters, Becky with a C in yellow, which means it's in the wrong place. Cruise with a C at the beginning in yellow, which means it's the wrong place. Trick, Brock with the O in the wrong place. Toxic with the O in the wrong place. So you've got C has been confirmed as the last letter and there's an O in there. Hmm. Uh, so, but could be a new name for someone for all we know. Um, and 8, 10, 11. But I am quite enjoying these little barcode things every week. I think it's it's something a bit new. Save us 222. Two, two. It feels like that, but like, modern era maybe yeah, who knows why not? uh but yeah zoe stark was someone uh, i think magan tweeted us uh saying it could be which mm-hmm. that timeline that would make sense she's been out for quite a while now and i would imagine is is kind of ready to come back soon yeah maybe so or or could it be you who knows maybe both of them as a team still yeah. there is no other tag team, new so. team name. there's no championship right now either <laughs> yeah uh that is true uh, well, I mean, that's that's what's been going on. She's she's Io's one of my favorite wrestlers, full stop. And I do want to just I just want to see her wrestle. So I hope that time comes sooner than later. But yeah, should we jump into some NXT? Hoff, uh, uh, sorry, hot off last week, which was the Great American Bash, mm. and which I uh, think we were pretty high on. Yeah, had some like, good wrestling compared on to it. usual on NXT. I thought last week's was a pretty good show. Yeah. Um. And well, we kind of continue that momentum this week when we start off things with uh, Roxanne Perez laid out in the parking lot ah, i know she's she's young she doesn't know she hasn't been here long enough she's to know. like she's going no that was full cell i'll be fine here parking i'll be lot. fine at the at the pc no. uh-uh, it's florida it's florida roxy look, look the nx look florida parking lots are scary at yeah. just any time but the nxt parking lot is like a wormhole of disaster yeah it is it's like the Bermuda Triangle. Mm. We just can't explain it, but bad things happen. People get hurt. People go missing. It's all bad things. And I feel <laughs> she like she got beat up. I feel like even if it's like superimposed, every attack should just have Kevin Owens getting into his car, just what a shaking shame. his head. What a what shame! shame. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you should have had someone walk. Off. Yeah, you should have had someone walk off. Yeah. Um, so Roxanne's been laid out and her title match with Mandy Rose in tonight's main event is uh, put into question. But we kick things off with a match I was pretty excited to see. Giovanni Vinci, the artist formerly known as Fabian Eichner, uh, coming out in all his glory, his poses. Uh, this time had a stopped and had a pose with Wick and, uh, Vic and Wade, yeah. uh, which is I Pretty like good. Wade knows, so he like poses, and Vic's like in like what the what like the core going mid on? It's face. so funny. Yeah, I loved it. Uh, and he's taking up uh, taking on Apollo Cruz in what I think is his first singles match. Is it not uh, in I, NXT? I guess so. I th- we had him in the tag match. Had him in a tag. Was that it? I guess. I yeah. think. Um, <laughs> it started off pretty even. Both. Uh, just like exchanging holds when Vinci finally knocks Cruz down with a big shoulder block. They have a chop exchange. There's a big drop kick from Cruz and then a second rope blockbuster from Cruz. 
Uh, Vinci comes back, dropping Cruz rib first on the barricade and starts delivering chops to the chest. And then in the ring, there's a stun gun across the ropes yeah. uh, from Vinci to Cruz. Uh, Vinci then goes for a springboard cross body, but gets caught midair with a drop kick, uh, followed by a big German suplex from Apollo. Um, there's something like Apollo's down and Vinci goes for him and the ref separates them for a sec to kind of check on Cruz. Yeah, I don't know if he thought Cruz was hurt or yeah. dazed or something, but it, the ref was like, hold on, let me, are you good? Yeah. So it was weird. Um, and then Cruz dives off the top rope and Vinci catches him midair <sighs> in the brain buster position. This is probably, we used to see uh, Marcel Bartel throw opponents to Vinci and he'd catch him and hit the brain buster. But they were always like, Legato and stuff. Yeah, this Legato is... or like uh, MSK, those kind of guys. This guy's huge. Apollo Crews is bigger. a big dude. And I think what made it look even more impressive was it, you thought he wasn't going to be able to do it. And then he deadlifts just lifts, deadlifts Cruz right up, hitting this brain buster. Yeah. Crazy. If you don't watch the show, definitely check out, like, I'm sure they gifted or put a clip of this spot on their Twitter or something, because this was very impressive. I need, I need to know, pound for pound, who is the stronger man? Cesaro, Claudio, or or Giovanni Vinci here? Because like this is crazy Cesaro strength here. For well, me. let me ask you: Would you kiss Giovanni Vinci? And he's a good-looking guy, isn't he? Johnny Sins. Yeah, we're getting a lot of messages for that lately. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Damn you guys! <laughs> I can't unsee it now." <laughs> We've taken an inside joke and just put it on air, and it makes zero sense. But fuck it, fuck him. Okay, Google Johnny Sin. No, don't Google that. I was talking about the kissing. Oh. <laughs> There's the- Jesus Christ, this has gone off the rails. There's a Gammon Geary from Cruz, followed by the Toss Powerbomb, but Cruz is still kind of like messed up and can't capitalize. Usually he sits out with it like a Liger Bomb, but this time he didn't. So that's kind of, I guess, he, he, didn't, he didn't have the strength to do the didn't full move. Didn't have the strength. And Vinci rolls to the outside. Meanwhile, on the outside, a fan, a planted fan in the crowd, is taking photos of Vinci with his phone. So Vinci grabs it and takes it off him and kind of goes and gives it to the ref. And as the ref is distracted with this phone, Zion Quinn jumps the barricade, wearing a hat in disguise, (laughs) punches Apollo Crews in the face, rolls him into the ring, and this allows Giovanni Vinci to hit a huge sit out last ride power bomb and again we've seen him do this on like smaller guys yeah. but apollo like getting him right up in the air very impressive this looks awesome and giovanni vinci wins yeah i mean we were kind of worried that both these guys are getting pushes right now what would happen like who who, who should who get would, the w yeah. and i guess they're making it okay with Quinn getting involved there. Yeah, I, I can't say I'm particularly into the Zion Quinn Apollo Cruz feud. Yeah. Uh it, it do- isn't something that particularly interests me, but I thought this was a good way to finish this match because I I think it it protects Cruz, but also Vinci looks like a beast in this match and he's someone I like I hope they really put a rocket to, at least in NXT, because I think this gimmick's working for him. I think he seems more confident than when, like, he was great in Imperium, but he he stands out as a solo act now. And I think there's 
no reason why you couldn't have this guy in the world title picture. I, I love Vinny Vici and I love when he wins and it says like Vittoria or yeah. whatever it says. But uh, I think the match had some good back and forth, but actually the ending was just kind of overbooked. Why did you need the thing with the phone? You the phone was weird. You could have had any other way to get the ref not distracted. Looking. Yeah, all you needed him to be checking on. He already checked on Apollo. Feign an injury or something. It you could know? have been anything. It was just so overbooked with the fan with the phone. It was just a little confusing. And then Zion Quinn being like, "Yeah, I was just standing there the whole time wearing a hat. You didn't know it was me." It's like, all right. Like- so are we to assume like Vinci had this guy deliberately be taking pictures? It's to- yeah. It's- it it was. That was Zion Quinn coming in fine. I agree. Like the yeah. the phone thing was just a bit dumb. It's a little over the top, but the the wrestling in this and I mean the power bomb at the end was impressive. I do love Fabian Eichner's new direction with Giovanni Vinci. What is it? Vinci? Giovanni Vinci. Vinci. Yeah. Mm. The, the the Giovanni Vinci code is unlocked with this W, which I think the right guy won. Yeah, I, I do too. Uh, I I thought this was a strong opener this he'll, week. He'll eventually, I'm not saying this year, not saying anytime, maybe not anytime soon, but he eventually will be back and tied with uh, his boys. Imperium? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Who they, I think they're doing a, an okay job with on, on the main roster so far. Like, surprising. Yeah, do you think Nakamura will actually try in his match against Walter? I mean, Gunther at SummerSlam. I mean, that could be good, a motivated Nakamura. Hmm. If there is such a thing. Nakamura, if you don't have a good match tonight, you can't go surfing tomorrow. Yeah. That's what you got to tell them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, what is it? Mike's Hard Lemonade for you. Is that his drink? Isn't that what he's advertising with boobs? It's, it's, it's basically like a shittier version of uh, Strong Zeros. So, I mean, maybe. Yeah. Mike's Hard's all right. Yeah, I, I do like I, that. I can't really do sugar anymore, to be honest. But. You're already too sweet, baby. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I like that opening match, but bad finish. We see Cora Jade interviewed. She's asked for an update on her best friend, Roxanne Perez. And she says, oh, I know we should have come to the building together. I didn't even see the attacker, but it has toxic attraction written all over it because Mandy is scared because she knows Roxanne would take that title off her and hopefully Roxanne can pull through. But if not, those three bitches are going to get it. Damn. Yeah. Anytime someone's like my best friend, you know it's uh. best friend, best friend. You ever hear me go to someone and be like, "Anyways, my best friend Davy Porter was here," and he was nobody. Just you know, no. it's too sketchy. You knew something was up. Yeah, we've watched wrestling. We For know too long. Yeah, and it was very hit over the head today. But <laughs> we go to Tiffany Stratton, who's at the nail salon, uh, getting her nails done because she's still got the dirt of Wendy Chu under her fingernails. And she said, oh, that match last week, I had to crawl on the floor in that filthy, disgusting... No, sorry, I think she called... Did I mishear this? What? I thought she called Wendy a filthy, disgusting warehouse whore. (laughs) She did not, no. That would would be an attitude era. uh, Yeah, well, that's why I was a bit surprised. No, she just... Remember, they were fighting... Did she say that filthy, disgusting warehouse floor? Floor, yes. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, I'll turn the volume up next time. Uh, Yeah, she said she still has dirt under her fingernails... And don't even start about her hair. But in the end, she pulled through like always. And that uh, like grown-up child is just obsessed with me. And I'm going to be watching who wins the women's title match tonight because uh, like I'm next. And tells her nail girl that that was great. And uh, then as she goes out to kind of see like reception and yeah. pay, she says she wasn't the greatest of all time, but she'll spare them the bad review. She didn't tip him. 
didn't tip them. No. Ah, and then it cuts to tough as nails. Yeah, at, on the, the on like the nail salon. Uh, I loved last week. She broke Wendy's nail, and now she's at the nail salon, getting her nails, getting done. her nails done. I, I love this. I like how we had Carmelo at the hair salon. Uh, hair, There's, you know, beauty. Some shop. of these really work. I, I think for Tiffany, this yeah. works like really well. It's also and with I Mello, think, it works. I think the only thing is, I think she can go a little. I think she could have been more mean to these people. Well, I she think was from what I had. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she could have like even been like more so. Uh, She's yeah. doing literally Mean Girls here because in Mean Girls, Regina George goes, "Oh my god, I love that sweater," and then the girl goes, "Thanks." She's like, "Where'd you get it? It was my mom's. It's vintage." And then the girl walks away and she goes, "Wow, that was the fuggiest sweater I've ever yeah. seen." She's doing that, like, yeah. "Oh, you did a good job." Actually, I won't give you a bad review, but. Yeah. Hated it. They should make it clear she's not tipping as yes. well. They should have made that. Be like, oh, oops, it slipped. I tapped without giving a percent. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Walks out. Daddy's credit card or something. Uh, yeah, I mean, really, she's been the most impressive in the new crop for the women's division. I think having her as the champion so. within this next year is probably a better choice. Or put her on the main roster before giving her the title shot. But uh, honestly, there's something I there. mean, I feel... Obviously, we just started by the end of this episode a, a big feud in the women's division, but I feel like a um, a Tiffany Roxanne Perez feud down the line would. I mean, we we had that as the final, yeah. right? But I think a kind of a title feud down the line she, would she, be good for these two. It, it does sound like they maybe might continue the Wendy thing because she's dissing her so much, and she said, "Why is Wendy so obsessed with me?" So mm. maybe that continues maybe they have some more of a gimmick match I again no i thought they had a good match yeah. to like blow it off i think so and, too and uh i'd prefer to see her move on to something else now yeah we go to cameron grimes who comes out looking all sad after sad his, grimes his title loss last week and maybe his crypto's down yeah it's down for everyone <laughs> uh he says i wish i could come out here with an excuse but i can't i came out last week in the best shape of my career fully motivated and i still lost and bron has his arm in a sling but he's still the north america i mean nxt champion and then he's like oh i'm sorry i i also lost the north american <laughs> championship recently so it's all on my mind too Damn, i've lost guy. everything and that's just life sometimes you're just destined to be a loser i thought i was gonna go to the moon but i crashed into the sun and that's when J.D. McDonough's music hits. First of all, like, I kind of hated this. Sad Grimes? Just sad, pathetic, Yeah, I'm a loser Grimes. Yeah. Like, it, it's kind of when they, they were kind of hitting you over the head last week. Uh, this could be, this is probably the only time. Why? He's 28. He's like... He's got a lot of time. He's young. He's yeah. got a lot of time left. There was no stipulation saying he can't go for it again. Yeah, why is he so sad? And just this, I really like Cameron Grimes. And I think with what he was given, he performed it well. But I don't want to see losers. <laughs> you know, just admit, yeah, I'm a loser. A massive, yeah, I suck. Massive, Sorry, big, guys. fat loser. I, I suck. suck. I let you down. Don't and I don't do. think the crowd really... They didn't know what to do. They, there was no like of that... like motivational like cheering for him or anything it was just it felt really odd and i thought jd mcdonough was well in his right to come out and just be like yeah you suck you're a loser <laughs> Le yeah Le um so jay Mc, jd mcdonough interrupts 
and says, I hate to come out here and kick a guy while he's down, but let me come out here and kick a guy while he's down. I saw your match and you showed a ton of heart and no one can take that away from you. But I think you should just wrap up this pity party and do your crying in the back. I'm like, yeah, I somewhat agree. Sorry. I hate to break the news to you, but 60 seconds after Bron pinned you, you became old news. And the whole game changed when the Irish ace walked through the door. I fooled them as you all thought I was debuting this week. But I fooled that meathead Bron Breaker the most. Uh, Grimes then challenged him, well, go on, come in here and jump me from behind, why don't you? And you say you're the Irish ace? Well, I just see an Irish asshole. Oh-ho! So McDonough comes into the ring and headbutts Grimes. Goes to Irish whip him, but Grimes counters it and goes for the cave-in. But McDonough bails to the outside. And Grimes is now all fired up. He's calling him a son of a bitch. He says, I'll make a man out of pretty you. Sure Come he, in here right now. I'm pretty sure he called him a motherfucker. Yeah. He was <laughs> like, like, this was better. When he was riled up here. I'm pretty sure the camera caught him calling him that. Um, yeah, so this match has been announced for next week, which I think will actually be really, really good. Uh, I did like the, I- he's the Irish asshole Irish asshole. Line. I mean, this guy's gimmick, he's, he's Irish and he's an asshole. Yeah. So it kind of works. And of course, this guy uses a headbutt. Yeah. Good stuff. I'm excited for that match. Yeah, actually. I didn't like the start of this, but I think they did enough by the end to kind of get me excited for next week. Yeah, they also mentioned because of the match, the shoulder injury, and the attack that Braun was not here tonight. Yeah. So that's kind of why he came out. Yeah. We go backstage to Diamond Mine. We see the Creed Brothers with Damon Kemp, and they're re-watching last week's match and kind of going over it. And we see that final lariat that put out Kemp. And uh, Kemp is... Saying, oh, I, I appreciate your help, guys. They're basically giving him pointers like, oh, well, you see, you kind of slipped up there and that allowed us to capitalize on yeah. things. And uh, they say, yeah, diamonds cut diamonds and diamond mine are for forever. And the creeds walk off. And then we see this projector, just a, a finger, <laughs> turn it off. You it's think, like it. <laughs> yeah, you think Damon Kemp's going to get his throat sliced By a or murderer. Something. Ghostface, the killer, is going to show up and murder this guy. And sure enough, Roddy with his hood Hood up. on. Scary horror movie vibes. He does the hood like on the back of his head. It's just like, not yeah. like fully covered. It's yeah. like just more douchey, I think, isn't it? It's like, it's like the, they're watching the clip, Diamond Mine leave, but Kemp is there and the footage is rolling. It's literally like the movie It. And then it's like, it's like, like rolling and then click. And it's like, oh, Roddy, how, how long have you how been standing there? Four hours. <laughs> long enough. I've been watching. And then he's just classic Roddy. I'm mad at you. He's like, did I hear you say you'd, you'd like love to run it back? You cost me the tag titles next, last week. And I spent all this time training and helping you improve. But you're not as good as you think you are. I'm not big on excuses. And I want to see how you feel when I embarrass you one on one. Jeez. So uh, Damon Kemp's about to beat Roderick Strong next week is oh, what boy. I took from this. Oh man. Uh, no, I'm I'm enjoying this uh this kind of Roddy story. I like the stuff with Diamond Mine, how they can yeah. have a friendly match and then kind of go through the tapes of like, all right, well how are we going over this? Like Diamond Mine is cohesive apart from Roddy. It's Will it be next week we see Roddy kicked out, so. you think? Oh, next kicked out. Oh, maybe, yeah. I see Kemp beating him. 
Possibly. Unless Roddy cheats, maybe. And then Roddy can go be all elite with his friends. (laughs) (laughs) Never letting him go. Never (laughs) letting him go. We'll never let you have that full (laughs) full match. Uh, No, they need him because they need Red Dragon, Cole, and Roddy... Undisputed Era versus Hangman Kenny and the Bucks. Yeah. So, so one, WWE one day, aren't going to let it happen. One day we'll get it. But until then, he's training Damon Kemp. Uh, I thought it was funny that he's like watching them in the corner. Just the creepy dude with the hoodie. Just watching. <laughs> like, so, did none of them know he's there? Yeah, the whole time. Or they did. And it's like, n- n- I don't know. It's funny. But I-, I am interested in that match. So, Yeah, it should be good. Yeah. We see Grayson Waller, who is being interviewed by Mackenzie Mitchell. Uh, he says, if last week's match was based on points, I would have won. But Wesley cost me from being North American champion. And I get it. His life sucks, but it doesn't mean he has to make mine suck too. Mac, great chat. Back to you, idiots. He kind of takes Mackenzie's part away from her. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think the Wesley feud is continuing. I quite like that kind of him and Tiffany have just this beef with Mackenzie Mitchell. I always like kind of yeah. like relationships with the, the uh, interviewers. It makes it more interesting. For me. Yeah, except Eddie Kingston just being mean to Tony Schiavone last week or two weeks ago. I was like, yo, the, f- the fuck, man? Everyone's mean to him. It's right. I told Tony I loved him just before it, and he, he gave me a thumbs up. Good, so good. Was, was okay. he wearing his earring? He was. <laughs> I, nice earrings, Tony. So, thanks. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> uh, I feel that's something you were going to do. When you have a midlife crisis, you just get, get both. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah. Totally. <laughs> no, I have two. I have luscious lobes. Girls tell me I can't. I can't waste these. Lo- I mean, they're perfect for it, but they're luscious, and I don't know. I don't like getting stabbed by pier. Like pier- tattoos are cool, but t- piercings to me, I get, it, it, uh, no, I don't want that. You don't want that. It looks like it would hurt. Although, if Tony Schiavone can do it. Yeah, if Tony can do it. All right, I'll ask him where he, where he went. I mean, I think you can go anywhere. <laughs> no, I want the same guy. You want the Tony same guy as Tony Schiavone. <laughs> Tweet probably, him now. Probably in Florida ask somewhere, him. on a beach somewhere. You know, he's, he's on Twitter, isn't he? Tony Schiavone is the type of guy to wear sandals, and he's nowhere near a beach. <laughs> I, I would imagine. Tony Schiavone. Tony Schiavone, where'd you get your ears pierced? <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking him now. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway so that's what we thought about grayson waller's promo tonight uh <laughs> he should get earrings maybe he'd uh be more effective on screen uh, i don't know the wesley thing though actually wesley is feuding with trick but we didn't hear from wesley so i imagine we go into that angle which eventually sets up him beating trick to him challenging mellow is where i see we're going yeah i i think we'll get the the Wesley Waller match as well, and and then Wesley Mello down the line, uh, which both I enjoyed last week's match between Mello and and Waller, so I could see yeah. what Wesley Waller being pretty good, but yeah. that eventual Wesley uh, Mello match should be excellent, I yeah. think. Uh, yeah, we go on. It's Caden Carter taking on Tatum Paxley. This was set up last week when Caden is just pissed because she's losing all the time and kind of took it out on Tatum. And Ivy Nile said, come to my dojo at eight in the morning and we'll train. That's what they said last yeah. week. Yeah. So we've got the singles match here. It starts up off with some grappling. There's a gator roll from Tatum into a pin attempt. Uh, Tatum does the kind of leapfrog, but does it like the, the fame jump? You know, the big split legs <laughs> in the air, which I thought looked pretty cool. Uh, there's then a drop kick from Carter. And then 
Carter dropkicks, takes him out of the ring and kind of wiggles her bum a little bit here. Nice. And this is when Ivy Nile runs out to check on Tatum because this dropkick out to the outside was pretty devastating. Uh, Tatum then rolls through and dropkicks Caden. There's a swing and neck breaker and then a standing, uh, like, standing like moonsault twisting senton thing, which looked quite nice from Tatum. And then in the corner, Tatum starts delivering these headbutts, which I, I didn't think looked great, really. Uh, you could see like her hair's like disguising it and she right. was miles away from the head. I didn't think it looked very good. Uh, but then Caden catches, um, the leg flips Tatum back and then locks in this like twisting inverted figure four, which I thought the setup especially looked really nice. She was really smooth with this. And, but then Paxley rolls this up into a pin and pins Caden Carter. Whoa. A bit of an upset here. Yeah. Poor Caden. I mean, as a tag team, they lose to the makeshift tag team. And then in a singles match here, loses to Tatum right away. But it's it's good for Tatum because she's been improving. Mm. And I'd say even with this match. And I, I think that story with her maybe joining the Diamond Mine is is interesting and can lead to the tag match between two teams now, yeah. obviously. But, but yeah, at least it's something to do. I, I found with this, and I often find this with both Caden and Casey, they're quite ambitious with their matches. And they try to do some quite kind of like new innovative things. Sometimes, I, I thought this with both Caden and Tatum here, some of it kind of looked pretty cool. Others like didn't gel together quite as well. But honestly, I'd take it over the kind of match we're going to get later with Indian Lash Legend. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I thought that that submission Caden had looked really, really nice. Yeah, looked and cool. I think she should be doing that more often. Um, we see Vic, who starts talking about the, the kind of women's championship match later and what's going to happen. When Gacy, Joe Gacy interrupts, he's in the woods with his mates. I think he's just in a room Was with he just his in friends. His, it's better being in a forest. Or, yeah. And he says, there's been a breakthrough with the schism. And this graphic comes out schism. Up saying schism. They were like, uh, you know, the dyad, that name's dumb. How about the schism? Good tool song. The schism. He says, these two have reached the comfort of revealing their true self. And next week, a cleansing will happen. And there's plenty of room in the shade of the schism's tree. Yes, actually a line said on TV this week. What, is, what was it? There's plenty of room in the shade of the schism's tree. Sounds like something you'd hear in like... GYV are revealing themselves next <laughs> yeah, week. That's what I, we're getting to. I hope it's not... It's not them, but it looks like it could just be them. What other teams have we... It's not, if you just reveal it's just two random blokes, oh, wait, that's GYV. I guess it will be them. Yeah. Like, are you just going to show two people? It's got to be someone we've seen. And he says it's a cleansing. So are they going to have, like, a baptism that, on TV? They've kind of... Yeah, he's in the previous promos made it out that it was people that could kind of... That sucked. We know that were champions and they lost themselves. And I mean, they were robbing people on the street yeah. for food. <laughs> <laughs> they they've literally hit rock bottom dude they were stealing money to to eat like those nxt uk contracts <laughs> yeah yeah so we find out next week i guess that is some sort of who hook. gives a shit this terrible <laughs> i i like a i like a mystery even if it's the schism <laughs> yeah sure schism what does that even mean I don't know, but there's a good song. Oh, Tony Schiavone replied. What did he say? Uh, Tampa. 
<laughs> Is that what he said? No, I'm joking. <laughs> we see it. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Sanger, Ulyssa Leon, and Valentina Feroz. Okay, here we go. They're backstage, and they're just watching over and over again Sanger's Cannonball from last <laughs> week, and they're losing their mind. They're like, that is so funny. Classic. I can't believe you did a Cannonball, Sanger. That is amazing. Ladies Man Sanger is yeah. my new favorite. <laughs> when Duke comes in, Duke Hudson, and just slams the iPad off the table... And goes, you think that's funny? That ain't funny. I've been getting water out my ears all week. I've got an ear infection. And so Sanger's like, all right, fight me. So <laughs> the match is next. Sanger versus Duke. Did he say if, you, if I win, you're going to have to pay for my hospital bills or something? Probably, yeah. <laughs> Again, there's contracts. They the, yeah, there's contracts in this company. Like, <laughs> They're not unionized. No. <laughs> so ladies man Sanger's going to fight Duke because Duke got water in his ears. I want to hang out with these three. Not Duke. Sanger, Valentina, Ulyssa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll just dance and laugh about They should be a everything. unit. Yeah, they should be a unit. I think unit. they are now. It seems that way. Yeah, I like this new ladies man, Sanger. Like, he's just the life of the party, Sanger. Yeah. You know, Everyone's I, best friend, Sanger. I hate in wrestling when they always say, like, he just wants to have fun. But, like, literally, let's make it this guy. Like, I believe it with this guy. <laughs> he's going to no. be ordering party buses, <laughs> going to the clubs. He he, just... he he should have shown up at the penthouse later. <laughs> Give him time. <laughs> Give him time. He will. He will. He, he feels like saying it. You go into a bar, Sanger walks in. He's he's. Let me buy around. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's good guy Sanger. Uh, yeah. Um, of all the like, just counting, thinking back, and all the times wrestlers wanted to fight someone for stupid reasons. Like everyone always talks about the shampoo commercial. Yeah. What Edge and Booker T. Yeah, the and, coffee on cane. Yeah, this one's up there. With, yeah. Oh, you got water in my ear, so you canniballed at a. I'm mad. At a pool party. I got an ear infection now because you you get you like. But like Duke's character is he's just a little bitch. Yeah, isn't it? He's yeah. like he moans about everything. He's whining and moaning about everything all the time. Yeah, but yeah, poor yeah. Duke. This is a match. We go to uh, Fallon Henley's bar <laughs> with Briggs and Jensen. Looks like Nashville or something. Yeah, That's they're great. having a. 
good old country time here. They got all their their country friends. Everyone's in like country like gear, plaid, cowboy, cowboy hats, hats uh, little Dixie Dukes. No Confederate flags, thankfully. Yeah, good thing. But it was just a big old country party. I need this. I didn't get everything it said, but. Jensen wears some good t-shirts. Yeah, I gotta say he's always wearing like ZZ Top and it said something like Mama trains trucks and beer or something like that. That's gotta be a song. That's amazing. That's definitely like that's every song, (laughs) every country, every country song about their truck and their mama. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But yeah, they're all celebrating when pretty deadly walk in and it's almost like a kind of western like the door swings open and they walk in with their they're like cowboy. pink handkerchief like neckerchief thing and pink cowboy hat they walked into the wrong bar they're basically they, they say it looks like you walked into the wrong bar uh they look like uh almost like in dumb and dumber when they walk into the bar and they got the cowboy hats yeah it's good um so uh they start like chatting like they're gonna have this match soon when Fallon Henley gets on the bar, holding up a pool cue and says, there'll be no fighting in my bar. It's turning into Roadhouse real quick. Yeah, we sell this next week. So pretty deadly leave. And uh, Brooks, uh, sorry, Josh Briggs says, the next round is on the champ. Hey! And everyone's, um, would you, I'd go with Ulyssa and, and Sanger to, to Fallon's bar. Yeah. Hang out with these guys. We need to go back to, to what's her name? Fallon? Fallon's bar. Yeah. I like this bar. It's a good spot for these guys. It looks, everyone needs spots to go to. We got the school. We got the penthouse. We got the barbershop. We got the nail salon. We got the restaurant. I, I will say, like, these two, they're still pretty ridiculous. But compared to the first week when we saw them, you remember they were in the bar together and they were like, yeah, we both fought in a bar and became friends. It seems way more natural now. Like they are. You mean when they were finishing the gimmick a bit more? When they were finishing each other's sentences, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've come a long way. They're champs now. They're champs. Uh, so next week, the UK titles are on the line. Yeah. Could you see a title change? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> yes, boy. Yes, boy. I love their outfits. Yeah. Yeah. Possible. I know. I think we're pretty like solid on a Halloween costume this year, but pretty deadly would be a, a nice, a good one with the, wi- the wigs get itchy. That's the thing. You just need it for at least a photo and then you're good. But we do. But then have it's a- just like, if you're not wearing it, it's like, what are you? Yeah, what are you wearing? <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, we do it's have, like that anyway. We're dressing as wrestlers. We do have our Halloween costume made up and we might outdo ourselves this year. <laughs> just saying people. Yeah. Just saying. If you followed our house. It's not spooky. Wait, are you saying it's... You smell it? Next up, Sanger versus Duke Hudson. Uh, Sanger's changed his his ring gear. He was kind of in the the Braun Strowman, like, cargo pants and and vest before. But now he's... uh, He's in trunks. He's in trunks. Because he's a ladies' man now. Showing off his... Body. His his hairy chest. Yeah. uh, I'm a I'm a hairy chest guy myself, so yeah, you're like Austin Powers. Yeah, you gotta you gotta rock it. Um, Taco meat. Sanger hits a snake eyes and a big shoulder block to Duke. Uh, Duke tries to come back with a chop block followed by a DDT, but it's only a one count. So Duke takes advantage of uh, Sanger's new ring gear and starts ripping the chest hair oh. out. Come on. Come on. He watched Tiffany Stratton work the nails last now, week and like, said, watch this. Oh, well, the Sean Curley's. Uh, this, again, as a, as a man with a hairy chest, 
I felt this one. I know maybe, you know, maybe it some... It depends more... who's pulling on it. <laughs> you would be all right if Duke Hudson was pulling on yeah, your chest there? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it look, obviously, I don't think he was actually ripping his hair up, yeah. but the, the way they were doing it is pretty funny yeah. and would hurt, yeah. We're having fun this week. Uh... <laughs> we haven't even had a drink. <laughs> no, I have one it's, beer it's open. my yeah. triple shot coffee thing I'm having right now. Jeez. What's going on, guys? Oh, boy. Uh, there's... <laughs> There's then a side slam and elbow drop from Sanger. And then Duke hits his big boot, which normally is pretty effective on people. But there's no effect on Sanger. And then Sanger hits the choke slam for the win. I think we talked about his choke slam before, but this is probably the biggest guy he's hit it on so far. Yeah. And he got him up pretty high for this. Looked pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, and then he wins. I'm surprised we didn't get a cannonball from Sanger. Yeah, he needs to talk to Brutus. After this like, match. Can I have that? He should have went over, grabbed like Wade or Vic's water and just dumped it in his ear. Yeah. <laughs> Take that, Duke. Give him a, a wet willy. <laughs> I wish his, his girls came out after, though. They didn't. Yeah, I, I'm enjoying Sanger. Uh, yeah. I, I think he's entertaining. And I, I think of the, the big men they've got, I, I do see some potential in him. He's still doing limited big man stuff, but he, he moves, a, he's a bit more agile than some of the others. And I think this guy's got personality as well. Yeah, me too. And I, I do like the fact that he's uh, improving as well. Mm. He looks good every time. This is a quick match, but he, he looks good. We go to Mr. Stone, who's with Von Wagner and Sophia Cromwell. He says, Solo, you're a fighter. You're a savage fighter, but you're stupid. And then he starts going on about how great an athlete Von Wagner is. And Wagner just kind of shoves him aside and says, look, this isn't about baseball or football this is about fighting. This is a fight. And it doesn't matter whether it's in the ring or in the streets. We're going to have a fight tonight. And let's see who's best. Yeah, Robert Stone was going, sorry, Mr. Stone was going off about Vaughn playing baseball and stuff. I'm like, what? Yeah. All right. You, you definitely, and you see it later on, Vaughn is like, had enough of Mr. Stone. It seems already. that way. It seems like everyone Stone manages. Like they're like, I'm over you. Mr. Stone started talking about Von Wagner's past sports experience, and somewhere Jr. woke up. You know, what's going on? What's happening right now? Did someone say football? <laughs> Oklahoma? Boomer <laughs> <laughs> sooner? Uh, yeah, I mean, and later it kind of you kind of assume it might be the end of Mr. Stone. I think so. We then cut to Solo Sokoa, who says, "I've seen you." Put people through tables. Try that on me. I've seen you launch people into the fifth row. Try that on me. We're going to fight tonight. So setting this up as a big fight between the two. Uh, I like kind of this, uh, this. We've seen it a few times with Solo where it's him just kind of in the locker room. Camera slightly above him. He's doing up his wrist Taping tape his wrists. and doing a, a promo. I think it's a good kind of setting for him. Uh, toxic Attraction are being interviewed and... Uh, Mackenzie basically says, you must be feeling good after attacking Roxanne Perez. Doesn't even kind of say, did you? Just like, I assume you did it. And Mandy says, I'm the NXT champion, so I'm always feeling good. But they play offended that they suggested they attack Roxanne. Uh, JC says, oh, Roxanne got hurt. Sucks to be you. But Mandy goes, when you're a champion, everything falls into place. Hmm. So kind of not denying the attack, but also not taking credit for the attack. Just hmm. being like, hey, you said she wouldn't make it here and I'm going to walk out champ again. Who done it? We go to the fight. Solo Sokoa versus Von Wagner. 
Uh, it starts with them both brawling up the ramp. Uh, they finally get to the ring and both are like keep grappling each other, trying to do a bit of a test of strength, shoving each other back and forth. Uh, Wagner is then all over Sokoa after the commercial break, hitting running clotheslines in the corner. Uh, Sokoa then sends Wagner into the corner and hits a back suplex and then just picks kind of Wagner out of nowhere with a great looking Simone drop. Yeah. Like his dad, Rikishi. Yeah, I see a lot of Rikishi in, in Solo Sokoa. I mean, obviously he's doing similar moves, but in the look, right? The, the pose. Yeah, he's set like, uh, what is it? Uh, Wagner like drops in the corner and it's, it's the, the sound that Rikishi always heard and he'd do the, like, he hears look the drop. around. Uh, I like that he adds that. It's something I don't think the Usos really do yeah. as much, but they do the running hip attack, which he hits here. And we love Rikishi here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Wagner then slams Koa's head against the table while we know about Samoan's heads. That's right. It does nothing to him, and Vic Joseph's losing his mind. He's like, what? He just slammed his head against his desk and... No sold it. No sold it. Uh, they continue to fight up the ramp when the ref throws out the match. It's a double count out. Um, this was kind of meh to me, but the brawl will keep on going throughout the show. Yeah, the match had some cool stuff, uh, but it was... Vaughn has been kind of in this weird position where it's not been hitting, I don't think, and I think maybe that's why they're making some changes going forward uh, after this episode. But the match was okay, but it was more so now the story. Like, it feel like we're going to get to... We've seen this with Solo before, with the fireball or something like that, right? Uh, With Boa. Yeah, wow. Remember Boa? Uh, I feel like we're going to get some sort of gimmick match. Get a next. street fight, last yeah. man standing. Street like fight that. tonight. We had a last man standing match with Boa as well, didn't we? Was that the well, match? With after Solo. that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll get something like that. Um, but yeah, I this the body of this match wasn't too exciting for me. Um, we go to Mello, Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams, who are out celebrating yeah. in Orlando. They've probably been over Wall Street, had some fun. Yeah, said they were at uh, Eden Club. Okay. We got to check it out next time in Orlando or wherever this is. Uh, uh, Williams is like bigging up Mello. He's saying, you're the A champ. Mello, don't miss. Mello says, I am the A champion in the ring and out of the ring as they're with uh, a group of fine-looking young ladies who are joining them on the streets here. Uh, They say, poor Wesley never saw it coming. And one of the girls is like, hey, we still want to dance. Let's go and party. Where's the after party? And they're like, well, let's go to our penthouse. Hey. So they're now on the roof in a pool. Uh, there's champagne going. And uh, we get like slow-mo kind of shots. Celebrating. Just drinking and splashing in the water. Tricking Mellow, just hanging out with these ladies yep. in the penthouse suite. Looks like a music video here. I'm loving it. Yeah. This is great. They're having so much fun. Look at this guy. Uh, yeah. I love these guys at the barbershop, but this is even better. They the got to celebrate. Yeah, yeah. They both won last week. So here they are chilling with the ladies. What did they say? We're like Snoop and Puck, did they say? <laughs> did they? That's amazing. They... they <laughs> That's amazing. Trick, trick talks fast. Trick said a lot in like yeah. a span of 30 seconds. I'm sure it was all great. Yeah. Uh, and that I'm is sure amazing. a lot went over my head. Death but. Row Records. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is so funny. He, he goes off and he's saying that they're the baddest team. They're the best. Look at us celebrating. And Melo's like, yeah. I just put in my notes, Braden got this. Yeah. I mean, that is, they're, they're amazing. And then Carmelo said, adds at the end of his cheersing, uh, shout out to all my haters. He says, am I not the prettiest and baddest mofo? And Mello's like, yo, simmer down a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more of this. Shout I want way, way more of this. I mean, uh, 
it, it was reminding me when La- La- Lashley, Lashley's ladies. Yeah. It's kind of like these guys just hanging out with the these girls. Lashley's ladies looked bored <laughs> because they're like because they were invited to a, a dressing room with like one bottle of champagne, <laughs> no music, and fucking raw is playing on the TV. Yeah, it sounds terrible. This they're already half cut. Yeah, like been out in town. Trick and night, hit. Look at trick and, and hit. They're, they're like, money. Hey, I've got more champagne. I've got more bubbly on my rooftop pool. Yeah. Fuck yeah. This look great. Yeah. Uh, trick and trick and haze is a as a unit is working for me. Trick I think has improved so much. But to me, put all your money on haze being a big big thing in WWE. Do you see them down the line doing a not necessarily a unification match, but a like title for title because. The whole A champion thing, it just, yeah. it lends itself to that. And you you could go with this guy. Like, as when you want to move Bron up, like, Melo wouldn't be a bad guy to take it off of him. Well, and I, do the double champ thing I, for I, Yeah, I love Hayes. He's, he's got to be the best thing going in 2.0, easily. Yep. Uh, even more so than Bron, even more so than the Creeds. He is the best thing. The matches hit, and this promo made him look... It wasn't a lame championship thing. It was actually him and his boy... With some baddies up in the penthouse. That's, you know, more wrestlers need to cut promos in hot tubs with surrounded by ladies. Yeah. And vice versa. The ladies can cut promos in the hot tub with surrounded by men. That's all right, too. Hot tubs work in wrestling. Yeah, hot tubs and pools and looking like like an actual, like, it's not hard. Yeah. Just do this. And I think this really worked. This made him look like a bigger star than everyone else on the show. And he already is, I think, uh other than Braun, you know, but I do think Hayes is the biggest star going. Here. Shout out Trick as well. He, yeah, I've done improved. a complete 180 on this guy. Me too. He's, he's great. We I, knew it. We as said, the hype he, man, he's yeah. so, so good for Melo. Yeah, he's good. We need we need to use our rooftop like this penthouse. Our rooftop has a pretty good view. Should we buy a pool to put it on there? Put it on the penthouse. Yeah, that's the only thing our roof is missing, actually. I think, I think our concierge would be a bit mad. Nah, we'll throw parties like this. Yeah. yeah. We see Lash Legend bouncing a basketball. And she says, Indy Hartwell, you're athletic, but you're not Lash Legend athletic. You see what I did to that basketball right there? Well, I'm going to do that to you. Goes on a bit. Okay. You're the one and only. You can't clone me. Yeah. And the basketball kind of bounces and rolls off and we see a a bat, a baseball bat stop it. Uh Uh-oh. So she's lurking. Yeah. Um, Chase, anything to comment on that? Well, we'll get to the match. So, Yeah. yeah. Chase you go to London. <laughs> yeah, it's literally it's Euro trip. Yep, they're 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 actually in London here. They're going around all the tourist places. There's National Gallery. They're doing Abbey Road. They go to Buckingham Palace. And Bodie Hayward asks uh, Andre Chase, "Do you think the Queen is a fan of Chase you?" And Andre says, "Like, yeah, she is. They're even building an extension to Buckingham Palace right now." for Chase U uh, and I'm going to be knighted I'm going to be Sir Andre Chase and then you see kind of during this Andre Chase is reading out like a kind of commercial for Chase U and he goes this is why we're the seventh best wait a second seventh seventh Glenn is that you we're first Chase you're always first. What the fucking fuck, Glenn? <laughs> you're fucking fired. Get out of my face. Chase you were always fucking number one. Yeah. yeah. They picked a nice day to film in London. My mum said it was pretty hot there today. But it looked nice. Look nice back home. Yeah, so they're just 
afterwards, Wade says, wow, road trips and field trips, where are they going to go to next? So I wonder if they're making their way. This sounds like the best like team to got. be in. It's like, oh, we're just going to jet you around the world. You don't even need to wrestle. Just fly places, take photos. Yeah. I mean, clearly their next stop is in that warehouse where they film NXT UK. Chiswick or Edgeware, wherever it is. Edgeware? I think it's Edgeware. That's not a real name of the place. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I think it's Edgeware. Is it Edgeware? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, clearly they're probably there and filming some stuff while they're there as well. But do you see they're going to, you think they're going to go other places? Enfield. Enfield? Enfield? Yeah. What the hell is Edgeware? Ed, they're, they're all in the UK. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you see them going to like Amsterdam, getting high? You know, I'm they, should, they of, should go everywhere. Do a whole video. Euro trip. Euro go trip. to Prague, go to Berlin. Ah, Berlin. Yeah. Do it. Be great. We go to our next match Indy Hartwell versus Lash Legend. Uh, Lash starts off by just talking a load of trash to Indy. Uh, Lash strings Indy up on the top ropes. She's just throwing her around. Applies a kind of modified Argentine backbreaker to Indy. And then Legend goes for a knee, but Indy moves, throws Legend into the corner. And now Legend is setting up for a superplex. But we see on the screens around the CWC, fire and some smoke. We look up and Alba Fire is stood on the perch holding a basketball. This distracts Legend, who gets hit by a spine buster from Indy. And then Indy goes for a springboard, but slips and just crashes on the mat. So Legend goes for the pin, but Indy kind of rolls her up to pick up the win. Uh, ending aside, this was just rough, this whole match. Yeah, this was, a, this was a doozy for sure. I mean, it had interference with someone on a, the perch. Distraction. With a basketball posing, yeah. like it's a Nike commercial or something. I'm imagine, Remember that like basketball commercial where they bounced? That's what this whole thing yeah. reminded me of, the sound. Um, this... This wasn't good. And the finish, obviously, was a slip-up, but just the whole thing. Watches happen, and they're always unfortunate. But, like, the stuff before this, I thought there was zero chemistry between these two. Yeah. Indy I, feels really lost. Indy, for right sure. Now. I mean, Indy's been through some, some shit through here in NXT. She's been given all these characters, the whole wedding thing, the whole relationship thing, then loses the way, then loses Dexter, then loses her friend. Literally, she's just floating. She was quite a focus for quite a while in segment, and she just... Now she's just floating around. He feels lost. And this was... She got the win. She got the... I mean, I I think... I think Legend tried to improvise by going for the pin. It's like, well, you fucked up. We can't cover that, so let's... I'll try and pin you. And then I imagine she... It was meant to be distraction. She does her springboard elbow and wins, so... But even up until like botches are going to happen, and it's it's always unfortunate, especially on TV. But the rest of the match really wasn't good either. Uh, it was tough. But yeah, this this was kind of a rough watch here. Well, clearly we're getting Lash versus Fire. Yeah. Again. Yeah. We see the kind of rest of the women's division backstage um, discussing who attacked Roxanne Perez. Uh, Amari Miller is kind of leading this and saying, well. You know, I watch a lot of these true crime true crime shows, and it's always the boyfriend or the husband. And the girl's like, well, I don't think she has either. You're saying there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> They're saying that it's someone close to you. Someone, it's always someone close. That's right. Uh, a lot of overacting here. Um, yeah, this is weird. That, that how it just cut to these people getting their makeup done when none of you are on the show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's not like they promote NXT level up. Not once ever. So no, that's true. 
So, yeah. so don't act like we're supposed to know who all these people are. <laughs> yeah, why wouldn't you? They never it's, promote it's that odd. show. Yeah. Not once. You, you wouldn't know it existed unless you listened to Shot in the Dark yep. on this podcast feed yep. with John Cena. Um, Shout out Quincy. I, I hate, and it's, it's mainly uh, kind of women who do this when they're acting, the hands thing. Like, people don't talk like this. Right. And it's, it's such a just a, a like... Overacting thing. Overacting, trope. like, high school acting thing uh, that, again, I feel I say this every other week, why they're not acting coaches when your whole product is like On a TV soap opera yeah. with wrestling thrown in there. Baffles well, me. these girls are all talking. They're but talking, it- yeah, when Solo Sokoa <laughs> and Von Wagner fight right through it. Ah, they're crashing through tables. They're screaming. They're screaming at each other. It's still going on. And, yeah, we then cut to Mackenzie Mitchell, uh, who asks, uh, who is this? Um, Tony D'Angelo. Tony D'Angelo and like, family. family, Electra Lopez. She asks Electra, did you, did you attack Roxanne Perez? She's like Mick Foley in 2000 here. Um, Was it you? Mitchell, yeah. Um, and she denies it and says, and Tony says that Electra has been a vital part of this family. Business has gone up. We still don't know, don't what, know what he's what talking business, about. It's 18% up. This 18%. Business, or at least it was last week. It might be even more than that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, and says, we'll see if Legado can prove themselves this week. Even though we're fighting in the match. Yeah. So we still go to Solo and Von, who are now outside fighting. In the parking lot. They're brawling. Uh, they're separated by uh, like the security and referees and stuff here. Norman Smiley. Norman Smiley. Doing the big wiggle. Um, I noticed Robbie Brookside in the opening segment doing his best William Regal. I think he's just taken William Regal's suit. Yeah. He's got the dark suit with the like maroon oh, yeah. shirt. He's even got Regal's hair going on now. Wow. Yeah. Shout out Robbie Brookside. Shout out Robbie Brookside. And Vaughn, Vaughn kind of just walks off. So Solo picks up Stone and throws him in the dumpster. Literally gets thrown in the trash. Is so this the write-off? I would think? imagine. And it's just going to be Sophia and Wagner moving forward? Yeah. What do you do with Stone? He's been through everything. It's, it's it, run its, its course. It's been like rinse years. repeat. Yeah, it's been years. With everyone. Maybe that's what Aaliyah needs. It's Mr. Stone back together Again. on the main roster. Maybe Mr. Stone is the agent for maximum male models. They don't, don't need him. Yeah, no. I don't know. Poor, like, poor Robbie E, man. LA Knight's like great. Yeah, I don't role, know where to. You know? I don't know what to do with them after this. I think he's done. I, I think it's run its course. Uh, At least I'm not the saying bond. the guy should lose his job. No, or no, anything, no. But I, I really don't, don't know, know what you do. That it felt like they were going to go more of a serious tone with him when they partnered these two together. And very quickly, they went right back to him being the kind of goofball the manager yeah. that the, his client doesn't care about. I mean, he's been through a lot. He's been hit with tanks. Yeah. He's been hitting the nuts from shots fired from a tank. Now he's been thrown in the trash. I mean, the only thing he really... What did he bring to the table for Vaughn? Sophia Cromwell. And now he's got her. So he yeah. doesn't... You know, Who else is going to... Music, te- which is not as good. It's not even good I can't music. sing along to this one. The only thing he taught Von Wagner was to not wear socks with his loafers. Is he doing that? Probably. Yeah. Right. At least they're in Florida. They are near a beach. Yeah. This is where we get the scan here, QR barcode, which we kind of addressed at the beginning. Yeah. So we're not sure what this means, but it's some sort of wordle game for yeah. an upcoming superstar. And let us know who you think it is. Yeah. yeah. Let us know. 
And we go to our next match. It's a tag match. Tony D'Angelo and Stax taking on Idris Anofi and Malik Blade. Uh, for majority of the match, it's just Tony and Stax with quick tags just destroying Anofi. Uh, Anofi dives to tag uh, Malik, but gets caught and sent right back by Stax. Uh, Stax delivers a nice kind of spinning European uppercut. Uh, Idris finally makes the tag to Malik Blade, who hits his clothesline in the ropes, a huge leaping leg drop, which he got some real height with this, and then a spine buster, but Tony D'Angelo tags in and just hits the fisherman buster uh, to pin Malik. Forget about it, as Vic calls it. Uh, Yeah, I like how Tony is wearing his jumpsuit the whole time the jason sudeikis red red jumpsuit yeah um but big disappointment coming from tony d'angelo you know how you can spot a fake mobster they they go off about this whole mafia you know the family italian mob this is this whole gimmick and not once he was on screen cutting a promo and here he is having a match not nothing mentioned on screen nothing even written in his wrist tape but rest in peace, Polly Walnuts from The Sopranos this week, and nothing. Polly, come on, Polly. I know we've lost a few. We lost James Khan as well. James Khan, yeah. Who's Ray Liotta, Godfather. Yeah, good fellas. Yeah, we lost a few big mobsters. And nothing. Recently. Not even a mention. Not even nothing. We've yeah. heard him go like my cousin, whatever. You could have literally said my cousin Polly. He's like, mentioned Polly before. Exactly. He? So I, I yeah. was, I was just. Even I even looked at his wrist tape. I was like, come on, you got to write down something on your wrist tape. Nothing. Yeah. Fake mafioso guy, Tony D'Angelo. Yeah. Come on. R.I.P. Wally. I mean, Polly was the best character in Sopranos. Oh, yeah. Uh, Pine Barrens is instantly probably one of my favorite, if not my favorite episode. But R.I.P. Which one? The one in the, in the woods yeah. with Christopher? <laughs> Christopher and Polly had the best chemistry. Oh, yeah. Like, I need to rewatch that show. That episode is years, specifically... Yeah, that- Interior it's decorator. It's like snowing, right? Yeah. It's winter. It was an interior was... decorator. Yeah. yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Polly. Uh, and on the mafia note, uh, for my birthday on the Patreon, I get to pick a movie to review, and I'm picking Goodfellas. So if you want to hear more mafia talk, get, get, look forward to the end of the month. We're doing that review. But yeah, I was a little disappointed in Tony. Uh, the match itself didn't have too much going I, on. I found the layout kind of odd because it was Idris who was being beaten down for the whole match. And then Malik got tagged in to be pinned, which, yeah. which felt a little odd. And they've been kind of above this, I think. We could have had maybe... I, I get what they did it because they're going to go with this angle after with Legato. But the match itself, I thought you could have had a bit more. But Tony D'Angelo hasn't been hitting in the ring for me. Yeah, he's he's had some... like I wouldn't say he's had any blow-away matches. He's had some that I've thought are better than others that I've got into more. But yeah, we've seen more from Idris and Malik and they just didn't allow them to get anything in in this match, which you normally do see the the like enhancement talent do still get something, something in here, which um Wade Barrett says uh Malik Blade dresses like Carlton from Fresh Prince. Yeah. But can still <laughs> fight. Yeah. It's true, he does. Yeah. Uh after the match, uh Anofi sorry, uh Legado join up to beat down on Malik Blade. Well, so Tony D'Angelo makes them do it. Yeah. They were kind of reluctant at first, but they have to do do it. it. And they beat them up, hit the last chapter, whatever they call it. Yeah. And, uh, they, they like, are like, all right, fine. And then the crowd boos them, but they're, they're teasing that they didn't want want to do it. Yeah. Hey, business is going up though. 18%. 
Uh, we see that Nikita Lyons has requested an interview. Hello. And she says that she keeps on getting DMs that she, uh, saying that she did it. She attacked Roxanne oh. because she was mad that she was injured and didn't make it to the final. And she says, yeah, it's true. If I was in that final, I would have probably have won that contract. But I'm not the kind to attack from behind. And if Roxanne can't go and Mandy needs an opponent, I will put my gear on right now. Which she doesn't. No, she doesn't do that. It, it sounds as if she's ready to fight. Yeah, I was expecting that to be the main event. Uh, I and then actually, I was like, you've got two minutes to get changed. I liked know? how she was like justifying, like, hey, it could be me. It makes sense. I should have won that thing. Yeah. And then it explains herself. But then it actually isn't I d- her. I do like when you do a like a show-long story. Like a little bit of a thread. Who done it? Yeah. Um, I, I do like that. We uh, s- too bad it wasn't. Like, she says people are DMing. I'm sure she gets a lot of DMs, first yeah. of all. But I just close your DMs, Nikita. At this point, yeah. <laughs> Nikita, close the- I don't think she's got them open. If Tony, if Tony Schiavone doesn't have them open, then, you know. Yeah, let's see if he's replied. <laughs> no, still no reply. Well, don't worry. We'll wait. Okay. Uh, we go to Axiom, who says, last week... I debuted a gimmick and a certain Kiana James slid into my DMs and was like, yo, what the fuck, man? That's like, this gimmick. is my thing. The numbers don't lie. So then I realized I like superheroes. Okay, so they just turn a 180 <laughs> on this or is this whole, all, all part of this? Last week, this guy is doing Goodwill hunting equations on a chalkboard. Mm. And now he's in a comic book shop and he's flipping through the pages and he says that, like... I learned how to fight and now I want to emulate my idols, meaning like superheroes. And then it shows him doing like Spider-Man-esque jumps in the shadows. Yeah. You can't really see his, who he, what he looks like. And then you see that he's wearing a mask and he's putting on the mask. You can't see his face and says, uh, yeah, stand in the back. There's an axiom coming through. Yeah, I, I think it is a 180 because they, they say he debuts next week. And I think if they were doing more of these vignettes, I could imagine next week it kind of shows another side to this Axiom character. Is he Clark Kent, like superhero and then a nerd? Like, is that Oh, it? okay. Right? Yeah, that could be it, maybe. Nikki Ash, I don't um, know what the fuck they're going with here. but Yeah, because last week he didn't have a mask or anything in these vignettes. You saw the back of his head. This week was all in the mask. The back of his head's I ridiculous. Will say, I really actually kind of liked how this was shot. I thought this looked quite cool. With uh, like the pages of the book flipping and yeah. you saw like things lift off the page and it was almost like dark side of the ring you know with the the shots of him like in yeah. the ring but silhouetted and stuff right i thought it looked really good i'm just a bit confused maybe you're right maybe it's gonna be like a dual kind of saray sort of thing where oh yeah Remember uh, he's it could be his like demon like finn balor like he's <laughs> He's but he's a superhero. A kid, and then he's acting. He's a kid time. wearing a mask. Yeah. Now he's a, a superhero. Look, this guy's terrific in the ring. So, he is, uh, but whatever. But I, I did think this looked cool. I'm just like, all right, that's completely not what you were going with last week. You mean you didn't think it looked that bad? Like it looked. I, cool. I thought it was yeah. shot. I thought it was made nice. Yeah, yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I guess we'll see what he does. I imagine it's a lot of high flying stuff. They showed him doing high flying stuff because superheroes, mm-hmm. right? So I mean, I guess that's where they go with it. It easily gets you slotted into a spot where you're that superhero gimmick so i don't know 
Like there was there was stuff about what they were, we were thinking they were going to give one to they've been waiting to give one to Blake Christian when he was here. Oh yeah, remember yeah, yeah. all heart. They yeah. were definitely going with that. They opened that drawer, didn't they? They found I, you know they were doing stuff with Blake Johnny Christian Gargano thing. in the way they were teasing with hero stuff with them, right? That was that was definitely Johnny. Though, yeah, yeah, more so I'd say. But you know they were waiting. Well, there was the Mighty Mouse thing they wanted to do with Neville. Wasn't yeah, like every they've been waiting to do another superhero thing, and they're like, oh, Nikki Ash is kind of. You know, worn out. Let's this, do another this one. This looks more like a serious tone, though, than like Nikki. It's like kick ass. No, I, I'd say like that. The way this is presented, it didn't seem like it was done comedically. It's like Spider Man. Yeah. All right. Right. We then see Mandy Rose who comes out Toxic. and says, "Roxanne isn't woman enough to face me tonight, and Roxanne couldn't beat me anyway. No one can. They shut the hell up, Chance." She says, Roxanne Perez could never challenge me for this title. No one can because I run NXT and nothing will change. And this is Nikita Lyons' opportunity to come out. But I guess she didn't get changed in time. Nope. Cora Jade's music hits. Oh. And Cora comes out with a skateboard. Not writing it. Not writing it. Never does. Um, this time we'll know why in a bit. And says, Mandy, 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 can you shut the hell up? Your night isn't over yet because they were promised an NXT championship match and that's what they're going to get. And if Roxanne can't go, I'll step in and take that women's championship from you. And The crowd are booing Cora, actually. Yeah, I think people just saw where this is going. Yeah. And I think Cora's kind of been a bit obnoxious yeah. the last few weeks. So they were booing her. Uh, it's almost as if she's ready to wrestle. Yeah, but then Roxanne's music hits. Roxanne's music hits. She comes out holding the ribs. Her ribs are all taped up, and we're going to the match. Mandy versus Roxanne for the NXT Women's Championship. There's a Luthes press from Roxanne to Mandy right away, but Mandy soon starts to attack the ribs. She hits a fallaway slam. Uh, there's chance of Roxy two belts. They're really behind Perez here. Uh, Mandy is squeezing the ribs with a body scissors. Uh, but Roxanne rolls her up for a two count, then goes for a cross body, but this adds damage to her ribs. There's a series of uppercuts from Roxanne, and then a satellite side Russian leg sweep. Look pretty good. Very nice for a two count. Uh, Mandy sent to the outside, and Roxanne hits her with the low pay, and then Toxic Attraction tried to get involved. Perez sends JC into the ring post, Gigi into the ring post. And then hits Pop Rocks on the floor. The sunset bomb. Yeah. And they're on the floor. The referee's starting to count. Cora's playing cheerleader for Roxy, trying to get her up. Uh, Roxanne gets up, rolls Mandy into the ring. And then as JC Jane is on the other side of the ring, distracting the ref, Cora Jade with her women's tag title belt. Smacks Roxanne in the back, Ugh. rolls her in the ring. Roxanne kind of like gets up and is like, "Yo, what, what did you do? What the fuck? Why?" Mandy hits her with the rose trigger. Looked pretty snug. It looked like she kind of checked on her right away. Sends her to the shadow realm. With and that then one. one, two, three. Mandy Rose wins and retains. And after the match, Cora gets in the ring. Says, "I bought you here, and this is what you do." You're selfish. And then she lifts up the skateboard to like smash it down. But as she lifts it up, it falls apart. It's not a real skateboard. It's not a real. It's like cardboard. She's left with half of the skateboard, which is just like paper and starts smacking 
Roxanne on the back with it what and a saying, I bought you here, I made you. Terrible weapon attack here. Just use the real one. Yeah. I know, like, it's like this, it looked like it was post it notes. Like, it fell apart before she hit her. I it know. She raised it above her head. It, it just broke. Fell apart. It was terrible. Like, this show had a bunch of shit like this, I felt tonight. I think the crowd, the crowd booed and like we're into it, but I think we all saw this coming. I said it last week, the turn's coming sooner than we think. And here we have it. And it's not Cora joining Toxic, it seems. It's just her attacking her own friend. Although it made me remember when Cora first came in, she was teaming with Gigi, wasn't she? Was she? Oh, yeah. Like way, way back. That's true. They were like yeah. the, the, the coffin Doth friends. girls or whatever. Yeah, that's right. The hex girls or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, the match had some cool stuff. Roxanne is very impressive. Some of the moves she hits are really, like, just looks so good. And considering she's so young and, like, you know, it's crazy how polished she is as a in-ring competitor. Uh, Mandy still is Mandy, but, but there was some cool stuff here. This The story of Roxanne being injured, like, made it more interesting for a Mandy match because it's easy for her to, like, target the injury yeah. and stuff like that. But it was a quick match as well. Um but I mean, we still don't have. We, we're, we're staying with Mandy as champ, which definitely sucks. But we're gonna have to get another competitor. I guess Nikita will spin off against her. I'm not too sure. But clearly, we're just going with Cora versus Roxanne. It, it feels it feels odd because, like, right away, this is the biggest feud in your women's division, right? Yeah, way like, more than the Rox- Roxanne Cora overshadows whatever Mandy's next opponent is, and I. Uh, like, I think it just makes these women's tag titles look even more of a joke than they already are. You've already vacated the ones, like, well, they're not even talked about, uh, the ones that Sasha and Naomi yeah. handed back. And here they had the titles for a week, didn't even defend them. Uh, we all knew this turn was coming. I I kind of felt you should maybe have done the title switch and then have it happen after. And just get this title away from Mandy. Yeah, <clears throat> that would have made more sense. That's like the Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens thing. Like Sammy wins and then right away his friend yeah. gets him up. I think that would have been a bit bigger of a shock. And you can move Toxic, like move away. him up or whatever. Yeah, uh, this, didn't, this didn't hit for me as well as a lot of other turns in wrestling. We've had some really good turns in NXT, I, if you think about it. Yeah. Especially whodunit stuff. I think NXT, we always go back to who attacked Aleister Black. And and the one episode where all night you you, you have Nikki Nikki Ash, uh, I know I know he's coming like he's coming back and then like the whole show is like oh there's for weeks but the one show was like holy shit it's gonna culminate tonight and when it finally did we all saw it coming way too obvious like way too obvious and then. The, the the paper mache skateboard definitely did not help, but it also just everything is now everything falls kind of flat because the women's title is now like we flat. still don't care about the yeah, women's title. We don't it's care. On Mandy. We don't care about the tag the women's titles. Tag titles are going to be vacated. Maybe maybe we, they'll force just disappear. Uh, Corey or, J is should, the, or is this a way to get NXT women's teams in a tournament? And you just have the one set of women's tag titles Maybe. across all three brands like they started it off. Or Cora, joins, jo- Cora Jade joins Toxic and does the free bird rule and they get them back on GG with, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't even, it's not that interesting. This, this didn't I, hit I as well. I think it doesn't, like, I don't mind things being, like, predictable. Th- think the, the Owens-Jericho stuff. You all know eventually 
probably Kevin Owens is going to turn on Jericho. Right. You know that's where it's going, but it's when's it going to happen? And when it did that festival of friendship thing, it they like hit it out the park, right? It just worked. I think it just felt rushed, and I think as you, we don't have the pieces in the right place for me to really care too much about. Yeah, it, it felt like this friendship thing was really rushed. It was. It's like they were just a team last week. And I buy them as friends. I believe yeah. they probably were friends before sure. this and stuff. But yeah. it just felt rushed. And yeah, yeah, maybe you could do that. Like Cora just gives them back to Toxic Attraction, these titles. Who or- cares? No one cares about these titles, not even the company. So I, I think scrap these and just do have have a tournament on the main roster and include like include your Cadens and Casey's and your toxic attractions and sure. your tag teams you have down here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, she said, see you later, girl. Definitely like a, a mixed bag show this week. I really enjoyed the, the opener. Uh, Giovanni Vinny. and... Uh, Vici. And mm. Apollo. Yeah, that was good. Um, I liked I liked uh, Sanga being a ladies' man. And I liked Carmelo Hayes hanging out with the ladies with Trick as well. Uh, there was some good... And, and it's definitely newsworthy with the, like, the thing at the end. Another a thing they've been good lately, but it felt like there was a lot of segments on this show. It felt longer yeah. than two hours uh, because there's just so many things happening, so many quick little things. And I'm like, sometimes it gets too too much, too crazy. And another thing with NXT, you never know what's an actual commercial on the USA oh, Network, I never do. or what's a vignette for a new superhero gimmick. That's Said last out. week, I, I thought know. I was watching a new golf character, and then it was just talking about JD McDonough. So, so, it was like <laughs> just a sports commercial. I was like, oh, who is this? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like, Tiger Woods, right? Like okay. JD McDonough doing yoga. You're like, oh, it's a commercial for fitness, but no. Uh, yeah. Uh, overall, I didn't hate this episode, uh, but it, it was they had some clunky stuff in it, including. That last legend match was interesting. Bad. Well, yeah, yeah, probably front runner worst match of the year for me. It, it is up there at Up Next Podcast. What is the worst match of the year, and why is it worse than this match that we watched tonight? Yeah, this this wasn't. Sorry, Indy. Love you. Good. Love you. Still love you, Indy Hartwell. But yeah, yeah, I want I want her to find herself again. I want to find myself was it wor- again. Yeah, we all need to find yeah. ourselves. Uh, well, that's what we thought of NXT. There was still some good stuff. Check out Vinny Vici and. Uh, <laughs> Johnny Sins. Uh, but the skateboard thing was just funny. It, it broke. Yeah. It didn't work. Sorry. Use a real one. Learn how to skate. Yeah, just hurt each other, you know? Does like, this mean she'll never use the skateboard again because she broke it over her friend? I hope so. I don't know. You, yeah. could, you could have saved yourself the embarrassment and not used this. What would be more annoying? Maybe like one of those electric scooters she could come out on now? Oh, man. I, so I got a new bike yesterday. Yeah. And I'm riding it on my first ride. I'm on a bike path. I'm loving life, listening to some Guns N' Roses, and this girl is on a electric scooter, those annoying ones. Mm. At least she's riding it properly, but she speeds up to just cut me off for no reason on a bike path, and then bails and eats shit right hey. in front of me. So I stopped, and I'm like, hey, are you okay? And she's not, I think her knees were bleeding. She's, she didn't, her face didn't like hit the ground, but she's like, yeah, and I could tell, I wanted to say so bad, you shouldn't have cut me off. <laughs> Those yeah. electric scooters. Karma. I don't think Cora should come out with any uh well, we'll probably, I assume we're going to get a new look. She already kind of has a new She already looked evil by the end of the show. She's like grinning and acting all. <laughs> when in doubt, wrestlers just do the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> that's all they do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what we thought of NXT this week. 
Let's uh, see what you guys thought. We put up uh, feedback on the Up Next Facebook group. Go and join it if you haven't. And while you're at it, subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash upnext. And just subscribe to everything. Hell yeah. All of it. All of it. Uh, but we start with Sean, who says, This episode was cursed. Props for the actual main event match and the turn. Mandy and Roxanne did a great job, especially Roxanne. But the who attacked, insert name in the parking lot story, hasn't worked since Alistair Black. And it was so obvious it was Cora. Also, fire the prop guy for not knowing how to gimmick a fucking skateboard. Other than Cruz, Vinci, Grimes, JD and Diamond Mine, everything else was the shits. Lash Legend is so bad she makes other people bad. Poor Indy. Anyway, an episode that threw Lash, Von, Duke, and Tony D at us was pretty much doomed from the start. And that Axiom bullshit. Worst match ever. We know it's A-Kid, you fucking morons. Hopefully, is he calling us fucking morons? (laughs) Sean, come on. Sean, we're friends here. Come on. Hopefully they recover next week. Looking forward to Cameron versus JD. Not looking forward to the Dyad reveal. Uh, Schism, I think he means. Yeah. Uh, fuck, wasn't Hunter supposed to be back? Where's Triple H? Yeah. We need Papa H. Papa Paul. Hey, uh, they're, they're on what, uh, like, like, what, what? not quality control. Like, they're, they're, there's a lot of shit going on right now in the company to be focusing <sighs> on 2.0 right now. <sighs> Man. Fine. Yeah, fine. okay. <laughs> Frank, Fire Frank writes in. Uh, he says, I can't stop laughing at the skateboard made of apparently paper. The Chase U sneakers were fire. Yeah, did we mention that Chase U had sneakers with their logo on it? Oh, I didn't. I missed that. It's pretty lit, yeah. Uh, he continues, hope they got home safe from the field trip. Poor Mr. Stone, again, what's with tag teams not getting along in wrestling? Vacant strikes again, this time to the second set of women's tag titles in two months. I love this. Sean has just uh, live replied to our comments and says, not you guys, them. You guys are awesome. I, we gathered that. So they thank are you, fucking Sean. morons. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, we Sean. You. Thank you, Frank. And thank you, all you guys, for listening. Yeah, highlight of the show is a paper plate uh, skateboard that you have to look at. And I'm sure they'll edit out somehow, some way in their videos. Hopefully, maybe. Because it never broke. It was already broken before she hit her with it. But... Yeah, bad. And they should feel bad. That was NXT. Yeah. We've got in the YouTube room, uh, Dex is saying that Vince has wanted a superhero gimmick since, uh, uh, with a cruiserweight since Neville. And then says, no, since Max Moon. Yet he never used Hurricane to the fullest. When he did actually have a superhero there, he didn't know what to do. Uh, and then Run DMG in the chat says, uh, never understood grown men dressing up for Halloween. Run DMG sounds really fun at parties. Yeah. <laughs> sounds really good. Thanks for listening. Click that like button. Uh, thank you guys for listening to us up next. We'll be back next week. We'll be back with BD Elite chatting all about some dynamite tomorrow. You want to follow us and find all the stuff that we do. The Facebook page, the Facebook group. There's the Twitter at Up Next Podcast. And there is, of course, twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast. All the places you can find us. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, give us a nice little review on there. It goes a long way. And if you want to hear more of us, including best match ever, Sean Waltman, X-Pac. Talk about some Uncle Cracker as well on that show. Uh, check out Best Match Ever, Sean Waltman coming out. And check out our, our Up Yours of Old Boy. So many podcasts at your fingertips. It equals pennies per show on our Patreon. Retro NXT Reviews. 
retro pay-per-view reviews, everything, everything, everything. Go check us out. You won't, uh, you won't be regret dis- it. Yeah, you won't. You won't. I've never had someone go. You know what, guys? I regretted that decision. Never. I mean, I've regretted lots we're, of we're decisions. Up next, is yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. yeah, exactly. Uh, I myself, Braden Harrington. You can find me on Twitter, and I am on Instagram. I am at the Bray D, and I am at Davy Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And shout out to all my haters. Ahoy! Hey there. BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers in select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.